0: Welcome to the Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford podcast. Life is difficult, and trying to live it to the fullest while constantly second-guessing yourself and feeling stopped by regret or painful experiences can take a toll on anyone. Do you want to get unlocked and see for yourself the beauty that life has to offer? Are you ready for aha moments and strategies to propel your business and family into a world of health? Then you've come to the right place. Join Dr. Shannon Crawford, a licensed psychologist, leadership consultant, conference speaker, and CEO of Crawford Clinics located in Dallas, Texas, as she shares her expertise from her life's commitment to helping you, the CEO, therapy client, parent, and teacher alike, identify and remove the unconscious blocks hindering you from thriving in your potential. We will also have amazing guests with incredible stories, rich knowledge, and keys to help you get unlocked today. Let's get started. most important investment you can give is to yourself and secondly by really attuning and being present with your family. We can be amazing leaders at the office and then I hear so many people say I get along with everyone until I get home and then I'm always disappointing somebody it's something or another you know it feels like the second third fourth fifth job and they go to work just to be away from the stress of home not that that's everyone by any means but there's a lot of us that we don't really enjoy coming home because there's so much stress and pull and demand that it feels like work is almost a refuge sometimes if that's the case I might encourage you to self-reflect how much are you really stepping back and giving yourself permission to recognize how many browser windows are open in your brain at the end of the day? And by just rushing home, traffic, calls the entire way, multitasking, planning in your brain, and you're walking in the door, and now somebody's needing or wanting something from you, they can see your nonverbals. Whether we realize it or not, we can feel like we're listening, we can respond, but often we're doing it on autopilot. And I work with a lot of families of executives, CEOs, pastors, nonprofit leaders, and it's heartbreaking how many times they say, we're doing good, my family, great, children, fantastic, marriage, fine. And then I meet with the family and they're not fine. They can tell that you and I, that we're busy, we're preoccupied, our minds are so full with things that our people that are most precious to us are not getting the best version. That we are starting to kind of phone it in we've been on all day and the last thing we want is for someone else to need or want something and that's really heartbreaking when you're the person on the receiving end of that and that's your dad that's your mom that kind of unconsciously is giving the implied message that your drawing your homework your cheer routine or whatever is not important And what happens is people will usually do one of two things. They will either act out to try to get your attention. And so then that's where there's moodiness and slamming doors and, you know, rude and all this stuff. Many times that's a bid to try to connect. I'm not getting your attention for just me. You act like I'm a burden. So now I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to really show you or I'm not going to try anymore. And that's where a lot of leaders actually think they're doing well and have no idea their spouse, their kids, friends, community, that people just stop trying. That we're actually conditioning people not to come to us with their heart because the implied message when we're distracted and we're thinking back here, but yet we're saying all the right things with our mouth and we're on our phone, we're distracted, we're, you know, just doing the numbers one more time or taking a phone call and responding to this, that they stop trying. And it's great, right? On the surface, there's no conflict, there's no problems, we're getting things done, everybody's cohesive, kumbaya, but yet you've lost the heart of your partner, of your child, of someone who's looking to you as the most important person in their life. And they're walking away saying, the business, the money, the title, the success, the nonprofits, the church, the organization, that that is more important than I am. And when you lose their heart, they don't fight for your attention. There's peace on the outside. But you've lost the position of influence to really help them feel seen and valued. And so now they take that attention need to someone or something else. Oftentimes looking for a substance, a peer group to fit in in a sexual encounter to try to find that attachment an emotional affair to try to get someone to look at them like they're special, like their eyes light up because yours don't light up anymore. We can take for granted those that are closest to us. Totally unintentional, good hearts. I've worked with lots of people with good hearts and have no awareness, no concept of how neglected their spouse and their children are feeling because they're there physically, but not emotionally. And so I would challenge you to really look at your schedule, how much you're giving the best of you to your organization, your church, your corporation, your nonprofit, whatever you're leading, and how much you're actually saving and reserving to give your best to your spouse, to your children, to your loved ones that really need you. Your kids don't get anyone else, they only get you. And you really don't want them looking for their attachment needs in the generation of today on social media with as many predators as there are out there. And as many people who will come in and uh, sexually or whatever, bring them into a lifestyle because they're giving them that attention that we're not giving. Now, this is not to blame or shame or say anyone is responsible if your kid has kind of gone off the deep end, but it is a self-awareness. It is a check of how many times I've worked with people that they're like, everything is good. There's no fights. But the absence of a fight does not actually mean there's connection. Are you turning off the to do list? Are you driving slow, turning the music and the noise and the radio in the car off, you know, turning off the cell phone and actually asking God to fill you back up, refresh you to help you see your spouse, to help you see your kids, that your eyes light up, that they feel seen, valued, special and important and that they run to you and you run to them in a way that they feel so valued. And if you're listening to this right now and you're, your marriage is kind of dry and it's hard to imagine doing that or if your kids are already kind of their hearts are cold and they're doing their own thing and they're in their room hanging out and on their tablets or whatever, it's not too late. We can see it every single day that the more that you lean in, even if they're still being honoring and they're not ready for it, you can start interceding. You can start praying for them and asking God, give me wisdom to know how to show up in the way that they need to engage their love language. Not just what I think they need, like money or a new car or a new trip or something for their cheer or their sport or showing up at their sports. They need you. They don't just need your presence, they need your heart, your emotions, your investment. They need to feel like they are number one, most important and celebrated. And it's never too late. You may not get the immediate gratification of them turning around and being like, Oh, gosh, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mom. But you will invest. And as a therapist i've been able to work with so many leaders because we have a big enough team that i may see the leader and then one of our teammates our other therapists work with the adolescent or the child or the marriage and so we're able to work at the same time to bring healing and resolution restoration and start building those bridges where hearts are able to connect again it is worth it please please don't waste your life investing in building some legacy out there while losing your own family at home. Don't be the statistic. Live differently. Help your family feel truly known and prioritized. Even if they're saying things that you're like, why is this important that Johnny broke up with Sally or whatever, right? Or some of the things may not sound that important. But remember, it may not be what they're saying. They may be just trying to engage you and they don't necessarily know how So they're talking about whatever is coming to mind when really their heart is asking, am I a priority? Do I matter? And do I light up your world when you think of me? And when that's your heart response and they feel that, we have seen relationships that have been so fractured come back online and restore that connection. It does start with leadership. Leadership at the office, but also leadership at home. So I challenge you, look at your schedule, make sure you're not giving the best of you only to work, but you're really giving the best of you also at home. So the people that matter the most that only get one of you finally feel prioritized. And then that legacy gets to live beyond you with children and grandchildren and a marriage that's sweet into the future. I know we're all in different places, and this might be kind of sensitive right now. But I am saying at Crawford Clinics, we would love to invest in you having relationships that you get to come home to that really cause you and them to come alive and for it to be sweet again. Thank you for investing in yourself, your family and your team. We are honored to serve you and your vision.